who is charged with what in the Georgia election interference case. There's a lot of press coverage out there about all the various kinds of election 2020 fallout cases, but today we're going to be breaking down the who's who and the what's what of the Georgia election interference case to keep you in the know. I'm constitutional attorney Katherine Henry. For more than 20 years, I've been fighting for the underdog. But since COVID began, I've devoted all my time and efforts to fighting against government tyranny and educating and empowering the public. So welcome to our next episode of Restore Freedom Weekly. So, who brought the charges in the Georgia election interference case? Who are the ones being charged in the Georgia election interference case? What are the actual charges? And what are the specific criminal acts being alleged? This is not a video debating whether there was election fraud on November 3rd, 2020. If you want to see me debate those facts, you can check out the video of me debating that very issue on Fox 2 Detroit five days after the 2020 presidential election. And I've included a link for that debate in today's description. Rather, Today we're going to talk about the Georgia election interference RICO case. Yes, they've brought it as a RICO case in case you haven't heard. So first of all, there's also a similar case against President Trump brought by Special Counsel Jack Smith, and that's in Washington. Now in that Washington indictment, it alleges a criminal conspiracy for contesting the 2020 election results. That's essentially it. It's a criminal conspiracy to contest in court and other legal means election results. Sorry, I was just thinking of the year 2000 and 2016 and well, quite frankly, many of the other years. As long as Democrats are challenging, it's totally okay. Just not if you're a Republican. So back to the matter at hand. Who brought the charges in the Georgia election interference case? Well, this 98-page indictment was brought by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. It was filed on August 14, 2023, so just basically two months ago, and it does in fact charge 19 different defendants. And they're alleged to have violated the state's Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, or RICO Act. So in total, they are accused of 161 racketeering acts, and they combine into 41 separate counts. Craziness, I tell you, but it is that nonetheless. So who is charged with the election interfering crimes in this case? Well, the defendants are President Trump, Attorney Rudy Giuliani, Attorney John Eastman, Attorney Kenneth Cheesebro, Attorney Jenna Ellis, Attorney Ray Smith, Attorney Robert Cheeley, Attorney Sidney Powell, former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, former DOJ official Jeffrey Clark, alternate elector Kathleen Latham, alternate elector David Schaefer, an Illinois pastor, Stephen Lee, Vice President for the Black Conservative Federation, Harrison Floyd, former publicist for Kanye West, his name is Travion Cootie, I believe, Bill Bondsman Scott Hall, Michael Roman, 
Sean Still, and former elections official Misty Hampton. So what are the actual charges? Well, the indictment alleges that all the defendants illegally conspired to keep President Trump in office by knowingly making false statements about election fraud. So these 41 counts of the indictment include various counts broken down, but it, what it really boils down to is there's 13 underlying crimes. The first they allege is the violation of the Georgia RICO Act. Next, solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer, then false statements and writings, filing false documents, impersonating a public officer, forgery, influencing witnesses, conspiracy to commit election fraud, conspiracy to commit computer theft, conspiracy to commit computer trespass, conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy, conspiracy to defraud the state, and perjury. Initially, all 19 defendants pled not guilty to all of these 161 acts totaling 41 different counts that boils down to 13 various crimes. All initially pled not guilty, but as you probably know by now, four have decided to flip and take a deal. Before we get into the who's who of that, let's look more at the what's what. What are the specific acts alleged to be criminal in this matter? Well, Sidney Powell is accused of 12 acts of racketeering, which included actions like appearing at a press conference or press conferences to help President Trump challenge election results and using a Coffee County, Georgia computer with voter data on it. Ooh, sounds really scary and criminal, doesn't it? Among other things, though, Powell actually admitted to criminal acts with the objectives of willfully tampering with the electronic ballot markers and tabulating machines, and trying to remove voter data and Dominion Voting Systems Corporation data from a computer, all in an attempt to interfere with, hinder, and delay Misty Hampton in the performance of her official election duties. Kenneth Cheesebro, the another attorney who has decided to plead guilty in this situation, uh, basically fully admitted to conspiring with other individuals to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected presidential electors from Georgia and claims he even provided them the paperwork to fill out to act as the alternate electors. Attorney Ellis appeared with other attorneys like Giuliani before a Georgia Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting where they urged the legislators to appoint the alternate Republican presidential electors based on the allegations of election fraud. In doing so, they claimed the following about the November 3, 2020 election as it relates to Georgia. As many as 2,506 felons with an uncompleted sentence voted illegally. At least 66,247 underage people voted illegally. At least 2,423 individuals voted illegally who were not listed in the state's records as having been registered to vote. At least 1,043 individuals voted illegally who had illegally registered to vote using a post office box as their habitation. As many as 10,315 or more dead people voted. 
and deliberate misinformation was used to instruct Republican poll watchers and members of the press to leave the premises for the night at approximately 10 p.m. on November 3rd at the State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia. Prosecutors claim these false statements were made with reckless disregard for the truth and with conspicuous purpose to avoid learning the truth. They also stated that, similarly, false statements and solicitations were made to state legislators in Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. But what prosecutors Sidney Powell, Kenneth Cheesebro, and Jenna Ellis don't address is why these statements are false. Are the numbers slightly off? Are they highly overstated? Or perhaps highly understated? Or are they claiming there's just no fraud at all? Don't forget to check out part two and three of this mini-series on the Georgia election interference case. Want to interact on this important topic? Comment on this video or call in the second Tuesday of the month at noon Eastern Standard Time to participate in our live constitutional discussion. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share. And remember, together we can restore freedom.